Welcome, you're listening to the Spa Business Mastery Podcast, a place for team and solo spa owners to learn how to scale their business growth and impact by implementing thriving systems and strong leadership. Hi, my name is Kirsten Foss, and over the past 25 years, I've been an esthetician, spa owner, and business and marketing strategist to help you plant the seeds of success needed to cultivate a truly bountiful spa business. And today is one of those special days where we have Delia Taylor, our Director of Marketing here at Kirsten Foss Coaching, joining us to talk about spa marketing. And today we wanted to bring up the topic about SEO, which is about your website and its search engine optimization. Now, I think for most spas, um, you know, when we start talking about marketing, the first thing we go to, uh, the easiest thing to talk about is social media. But the fact of the matter is, is that there's multiple places um, in your marketing that you need to be placing attention because you're not going to get all new clients just coming from social media. So we need to make sure that we have all our ducks in a row in other places where uh, consumers can learn about us, get to know us a bit um, more deeply, maybe go to social and see what we're posting. But essentially, search engine optimization, SEO, helps you to get found by those consumers that are searching for specific services. So it's also one of those um, marketing um, aspects that totally overwhelms spot owners because there's a lot of lingo, digital techie lingo, and it's really easy to just feel like, oh my gosh, I don't understand what is going on, why this, what I need to do. And it's easy just to kind of let it uh, roll right over you. So. That's why Delia and I want to make sure that you really understand the power of SEO so that you can pay attention to it and fix a few things if it needs fixing. Now, whether you learn about uh, how to do it yourself or you have somebody do it for you, uh, really this particular podcast is about making sure you understand why SEO marketing is critical for our spa businesses. So Delia, thank you so much for joining us again this month for, um, for our spa marketing's uh, little section here that we do. So first of all, let's, let's just name um, and uh, have you help us understand what is SEO? What is search engine optimization? What does that mean? Because it's, it's thrown around a lot, but it, I think a lot of times spa owners are like, SEO, I don't understand. And then they just turn their head and look the other way. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's break it down for them. <laughs> sure. And even if you have heard of SEO, you might not, like Kirsten said, you might not really understand, you know, the depths of it and, and what it can do for your business. And essentially, uh, SEO is um, how Google or any other um, search engine, Bing, Yahoo, um, ranks your website uh, in the search, search results page. So when somebody comes to, um, you know, type in their search bar, if they're searching for, you know, a spa in the area, uh, or anything specific uh, for their needs, whether it be skin issues, um, nails, anything like that, hair removal, they're going to do a search first. And, and if your SEO is on point and optimized, which we'll get into, um, then you're going to show up uh, on page one of um, any of the search results page. And that's where you really want to be. Anything after page one on Google, just use Google as an example, because that's the um, you know, kind of main search engine that we all use. If you don't show up on page one um, of Google, then you're likely not going to get found. Even if, so I know that 
uh, many of you obviously have gone on to Google and typed in what it, whatever it is that you're looking for as a consumer. You know, like spot and, marketing, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And you're going to get a whole list that shows up. You're going to get the, the top uh, that shows um, advertising. Uh, that's something completely different. And then anything below all of those paid ads, those page search results, is going to be organic. And those are your organic listings. And that's but where organic, organic means not paid. So you're just that's where this search engine optimization comes in. It's not a, it's not like you have to pay a service for it. Right. You can do it yourself. You can do the service, but this, you're not paying an, a money towards an ad to nope. have your business. Bank up nope. It's completely free. And again, it's based off of uh, your SEO efforts that you put into uh, your own websites. And so when you show up, you know, number one, number two, those are great positions that you want to be in. And even if you show up number three, four, and five on the page, that actually lowers your chance of somebody clicking on your specific website. So if you have great SEO uh, all meshed into your, into your website, then uh, over time, you will start to rank higher within the search results. And again, like, like uh, Kirsten just said, it's all free. You don't have to pay for it, but you do have to do your due diligence in order to get that ranking. Mm -hmm. So... Um, and that just, that brings more awareness to your business. So can you now explain, so that's what SEO is. Can you explain how it works? Like break it down, super, super simple terms. Yep. Yeah. And you don't have to be a, an expert in all of this as well too. But I also know that, you know, as a, a former spa owner myself, I did my own website. And so I didn't have a web designer um, doing mine. And so SEO is, um, you know, for myself, I needed to know a little bit more about how it worked versus having an agency do it for me and still understanding the process. So what happens is <clears throat> somebody types into the search bar and uh, in really lightning speed time, they're called spiders and uh, little spiders start uh, crawling um, all these web pages. And so what they're looking for is relevancy. So if you're typing in, um, you know, best spa in Seattle um, and obviously a whole bunch of listings are going to come up when you've got your SEO optimized, they're going to recognize that and they're going to rank you higher so that your page will show up first. And that's, that's basically what they do. And they look for, they look for key things um, uh, to rank you. And so they, they have a little formula that they, that they do look for. Okay. Um, so yeah. can you explain, uh, I think you, I think you have a little list that you want to kind of break down what they're actually looking, what those little robot spiders are looking yeah. for in terms of <laughs> Yeah, so what they do is they take note of a couple of things, um, and we'll just keep this simple for you because there's lots to it, but the main things that they do look for is your title. So, um, you know, what do your titles say uh, in your website? So does it say, you know, facials, waxing, skincare program? So again, it goes back to what your consumers are typing for, uh, typing into the search results and matching up with your website. So your titles have to match what people, what, are what people are searching. Okay. For. So, and in terms of like, if you're doing your own website, your titles are um, like when you go in and highlight um, a phrase or a title and choose the sizing that you want, often you'll see H1, H2, H3, H4. Those are all, you know, H1 is the biggest, H4 is the smallest. So that's what they pick up on is those headings, those H1, H2, H3. And they'll search your whole site for it. So um, you want to, you know, how you're going to have headings on your website on every page that, that you have, right? And so that tells the consumer what that page is all about. 
So Nick, I just want to pause you here because this is a good example that I've been noticing with spas. So, um, so over the past year, like we're, as we're um, doing this podcast, we're a year into COVID. And during this past year, a lot of spas have shifted over into um, virtual skin consultations, virtual facials, you know, kind of like online skin coaching and where they're like, so when they add that service, they're adding it to their facial menu. Um, but the headline on that is facials. So if they were wanting to get seen more by, if somebody is typing in virtual skin or virtual facials, they actually would want to have their, another, a separate heading for virtual skin consultation or virtual facial. So that it picks up that, that, that's how it works. Definitely. Yes. So sometimes it's just a matter of rearranging uh, your menu on your website so that it, it can pick up things a little bit better. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that they look for are keywords. So what keywords are, um, and they say long tail keywords. So long tail keywords are, you know, think of it as um, when you search for a hashtag, you're kind of typing in a sentence, right? So when you go, again, when you go to a Google um, uh, search page, you're not, some people will type in facials, but a lot of people are looking for something specific. So long tail keywords are, you know, virtual skin consultations near me. That would be a long, long tail keyword. Um, and so what you want to do is within your website copy, so throughout your whole website, is make sure that those relevant keywords um, that people are searching for are in your website, are in your website copy. And so that's one of the other pieces that they look for. Um, they also look for um, description tags. So they want to learn what your site is about. So if you had your, your uh, website title, um, what happens is um, if you go on to Google, you'll see the website title and then you'll see a short little description underneath it as well too. So that connects that title to what to a description. So it describes what what if they were to click on that link because oftentimes you'll um, you know if you go on to uh, search, you'll start seeing, you know, home, right? You'll see, you know, XYZ spa home. You'll see XYZ spa services. You might even see XYZ spa uh, Facebook page, right? So the description underneath those titles is going to let the consumer know what it is that they'll be clicking on. And so they're going to expect that when they click on that link, that the information is there. Yeah. Really. And I noticed that with a lot of spas that are, have done their own website, that some of that, those little pieces are often missing. So I wanted to do a quick screen share and uh, and share with our spa owners where they find those that um, website description so that you can change it. Uh, all right, so I'm just gonna do a quick screen share here. I'm gonna use my website uh, as an example. So this is a Squarespace site. This is, um, we're almost ready to tr- uh, transition over into our new site, but not quite yet. So where you find the, the, um, the, the place for the SEO for the page is you would, pick any page and go to settings. And it usually splits it up into um, multiple headings here. And you wanna go to the SEO section. So this is what she's talking, what Delia is talking about, about describing your business. So on mine, I have systems or self-care for spa owners, which ones do you need? Um, But we, you know, we can totally, you can change it to whatever and test it out, I would imagine to Delia to see if if things Mm -hmm. are improving too. So that's where you would, uh, and you can go into here and you you edit it. So this is yeah, another we'll, we'll get into um, this is part one. <laughs> so yeah. we'll we'll get into part two and we'll actually give you in part two, we'll give you a little bit more detail as to because there are certain character counts as well yeah. too. 
Um, so, that, right, so right here is the SEO site site description that you know it's got you know it counts how many character counts so you make sure you've got enough in there. Because if you have too much, then what's going to happen is it just gets cut off, and and so um, you always want to have your most relevant, your your uh, most important information right at the very beginning as well too, so that if you do have a little bit more info that you want to include, at least the key points are right there. Um, so that's essentially the, those three um, those three areas uh, is really what um, those spiders do crawl. Um, and then based off of, uh, so they kind of compile all of that information together based on your titles, your descriptions, and your keywords, and they put it all together, and then they rank you. And again, that, that all happens behind the scenes in lightning speed, and then they're going to show you those, those results that come up. And if, again, if you've got all of your SEO uh, in line, then the likeliness is that you're going to be moved up on that results page. Okay, perfect. So... Yeah. You know, we've kind of talked about it a little bit, but I, I want to be, I want you to be really clear to our spot owners why SEO is so critical. Like there's three kind of pillars to this that you, I know you wanted to share. Yeah. Well, what the, the three pillars that they look for. Um, so again, back to your titles, keywords, and descriptions, um, they're, they're crawling for that, but really what they're, they're looking for within that is um, expertise. So are you giving your audience um, enough information about your brand um, and is the information accurate? So, uh, you know, if you've got that title and that description on there and they go to your page and it's completely off, uh, then, then those, those spiders are going to say, nope, that's not, that is not expertise um, information and you're likely going to get uh, dinged for that. So I have a question. So one of the things I notice with a lot of spa websites is that their service descriptions are often very vague, meaning mm -hmm. they're kind of using vague terms for outcomes. Like it's, you know, a rejuvenating facial, a, um, you know what I, you know what I mean? Like it's kind of using buzzwords and not really, not really um, explaining what the outcome, like the features and the benefits of a service. Does that make a difference in terms of SEO? Does. Yeah, and those would be your your long tail keywords. Okay. So those are the keywords that. So if you did have, um, you know, uh, acne skin program, right? And and your description of it didn't use those, um, and you don't splash them all throughout. You want to use them, um, you know, within that description. You know, every single word doesn't need to be about that. But you want to make sure that you're including um, some of those top uh, search keywords that your consumers are looking for. So again, just getting very, very, very um, relevant to what it is uh, that you're offering. So yeah, yeah, so it definitely will. Uh, the other part is um, authority. And, and now this is a little bit um, maybe not used as much specifically for us spa owners, um, but the authority is what happens is when um, somebody else, another industry expert or somebody in the industry uh, links your links with their content. So they're sharing your links. So they, if you wrote a blog um, or uh, you know, you did a podcast and somebody else thought, oh, that's really great information that I'm going to share with my viewers, that now starts uh, ranking you according to um, search, that ranks you as an authority because now other people are sharing your information. And so that indicates that your information is expert level and it's relevant. So there's, you know, there's, there's so much opportunity in our industry still for authority. 
Um, and, and unfortunately, there's so many of, of our industry that, that suffer with imposter syndrome. <laughs> and so, and that's exactly, you know, it kind of just throttles any um, and a desire to start blogging or do your own scheme podcast because all of a sudden your inner critic is rearing its ugly head and saying, who are you to do this? And, you know, do you actually know anything? And, you know, all the, the garbage that our inner critic tells us. Yet, <laughs> you know, there's a multi-billion industry of influencers who have zero experience <laughs> or wellness. It's just their own. People listen to them. Yeah. And people listen to them. So, yeah. you know, we are the, the world is so ripe for your expertise. It's so ripe and ready. It needs it so badly because there has been an overrun of people that don't know what they're talking about. So this is my little like rah, rah cheerleader <laughs> moment for those of you that have been thinking about, um, writing a blog or starting up your own podcast. Um, but your inner critic is just being a total jerk on your shoulder that yeah. <laughs> you must flick off and say, if other people can do it, I can do it. This isn't rocket science. <laughs> right. And we, I mean, we are experts, right? Yeah. We, we absolutely are. You talk to your clients every single day and they keep coming back for more that's, of you. That's so, what I mean. Like there's yeah. been you guys have proven over and over and over and over that you guys are experts in the treatment room. It's just that that inner critic gets in the way of sharing that knowledge publicly Exactly. On your yeah, you're comfortable. You're comfortable within your own little space, and as soon as that little comfort level starts opening up, <laughs> right? But at the same time, I mean, it, it can also happen by by default. Somebody could just pick it up, right? And because you start pumping that stuff out and you start getting noticed by it, then you are going to, um, you know, start getting noticed. You're going to be positioned more as an expert and people are going to want to hear more about it. Yeah. So. It, it does kind of snowball. Cause you know, once you start creating content like blogs or video blogs or podcasts, um, there's a lot of companies out there looking for information to share. Yeah. So what you'll find is that things all of a sudden, like if you're consistent at your blogging, um, you're going to get noticed, even if you don't do anything, if you don't share it with anybody else, except for on your blog and on your website and you've SEO optimized it, yeah. but people will start to notice, uh, mm -hmm. if you're consistent with that and then it starts getting shared and then it starts getting shared. And then again, uh, the search results or this, those little spiders, they start seeing you as, um, expert and relevant and they rank you higher. That's one other one. Uh, the other part that they look for is trustworthiness. Um, so, uh, you know, a lack of trust, as we know, can damage your, your business, but it can also damage your, your SEO rankings. So if you have, um, you know, negative reviews or you've got customer complaints or your website um, isn't secure, um, then that shows uh, the, the, those crawlers that your website isn't trustworthy. And so you need to really, um, those three expertise, authority, and trustworthiness are the three components that you need to tie into making your, uh, your SEO work so that Google can, or whoever, um, can very easily see what it is that you're doing, see that you're relevant, see that you're an expertise, and see that uh, those keywords in there is really what people are looking for. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So I, I think Delia did a great job of kind of breaking that all down and, and explaining it into layman's terms, because I mean, even myself for years, I've, I'd been working kind of in the online space and SEO was kind of one of those pieces of my marketing that I kind of, it was overwhelming because I didn't quite 
understand how to create a lot of change with it. And I had so many other things in my business that was needing my, my priority. So I totally get how this <clears throat> hasn't been on most spas radar, mm -hmm. um, SEO marketing, but you know, if you've got your system down for your social media management and you've got your system down for your sending out your email marketing and, and creating that content, I, I, I would like to suggest that you pick another uh, kind of marketing project to create a system with, and maybe it's SEO marketing. Um, that's your next bet, because if you are needing new eyeballs on your business, that's a pretty good flag in the play that something needs some attention in terms of your SEO uh, marketing. The thing with SEO as well, too, is it doesn't happen overnight. Um, so it does take time to build. And it's something that you want to, you know, keep going back in and checking whether it be every quarter just um, or a couple times a year, just go back in and, and just check that all of your descriptions are, you know, give yourself, give your, give your own website a little SEO audit and just go through it and just see maybe where you're missing some of the things that we talked about today. Um, and just double check, you know, it's a good place to, to start. You may be in your website being like, oh, shoot, I don't have a I don't have a description even in this. Um, and again, we'll in part two, uh, we will get into kind of an SEO checklist and go a little bit deeper into what that looks like. So yeah. so like we definitely want our spa owners to get crawled by those. bots, Right. So um, Delia's actually put together a an SEO checklist for our spa owners. And we're going to be um, sharing that with you and going through it uh, with you next month with our spa marketing with Delia. Awesome. Awesome. So if you are recognizing a lot of red flags here in your own uh, website and SEO marketing, uh, if you know you don't have time or even really care to learn about SEO marketing, um, that's something that we do here uh, at Christian Foss Coaching in our sister company, Virtual Spa Business Management, and where uh, Delia leads the team on that one. So if you want somebody to do your SEO for you uh, on your website, then absolutely reach out to us and we can have a conversation about um, kind of what that's going to look like uh, in terms of the scope of that project. So there's lots of solutions. You can do it yourself. You can teach yourself or you can farm it out. Wonderful. All right. Thank you so much for joining us on a Spa Business Mastery Podcast, our marketing edition for the month. Uh, if you like what you hear, we'd love it if you left a review on whatever platform that you are listening in. And we will see you back here next week. Thanks again. We'll see you then. Bye.